APU. American Public University is proud to present Online Teaching Lounge. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, but it can also be rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and we're talking today about social presence in your online teaching. As you know, in this podcast, we have four different areas of focus. The first one is best practices when you're teaching online. Second, we focus on students and areas where we can connect with them or help them. Third, we talk a lot about media, multimedia, and technology you might integrate and why you might try it. And lastly, we focus on your life and your balance while you're working online. The area of social presence has everything to do with best practices. It is a best practice to have teaching, social, and cognitive presence. This comes from the COI Community of Inquiry framework. But also, social presence has to do with connecting with your students. So we're bridging two different areas today. And we're even dipping a little bit into the media category because to give good social presence, a lot of times you need images or videos. So we'll talk a little bit about that too. But the main elements we're going to cover today are what is social presence, why does it matter, how can you create it, and how do you know if it's working? Let's dive in. Let's begin with instructor presence as social presence. What does that even mean? Social presence has a model out there that many have researched and put together, and it has five parts. And the five different areas of your social presence when you're teaching online include affective association, community cohesion, instructor involvement, interaction intensity, and knowledge and experience. In essence, we can summarize social presence as the degree to which you uniquely show up in the course that you're teaching. Students begin to trust you when you are authentic and present, and they get to know you a little bit. Your social presence is how they get to know you. It's the idea of who is teaching that class and what you bring that is uniquely your traits and knowledge and experience. Second, why does it matter? In online education, students don't have a lot to use for a connection to the institution. As an instructor, you're the face of that organization and they really connect through you to the larger organization itself. But beyond that, they build trust in the classroom to open up and engage in the risk-taking behaviors that are engaged in learning. It does take risk, it takes discipline and commitment to follow through in studying something and doing the assignments and engaging in the discussion. So students are there taking a risk and they need to know who's behind the other side of the screen. They need to know you. They cannot risk enough to really fully engage when the instructor is completely absent or invisible. 
If you're only facilitating and you never share your own thoughts or insights and you don't really have your persona in the classroom, it's difficult for students to know how much they can put out there, how much they can really challenge the ideas they're learning, and how much they should devote to the course at hand. So social presence matters immensely. It has a significant impact on students' engagement, and it also impacts the way they respond and show up when they're completing the work, and when they're discussing things in the classroom overall. When we talk about social presence and online learning, there are some other words that come to mind, and these words have been included in a lot of literature on this subject. For example, we might consider the word connection. Connection has to do with social presence. We're facilitating relationships with our students and helping them relate to each other, and really the goal of social presence is connection for everyone. We also have a lot of emotion involved. We typically look at this when we see a lack of social presence, and we notice something like perhaps if the instructor's social presence is not very strong or students don't have a very strong social presence, it's difficult to feel happy about the class. Even a challenging class can be more enjoyable when social presence is high and there's a sense of real community within that classroom. Intimacy is another one. We get to know each other. I have some online instructors in my department who actually write letters of recommendation for their students because they're intimate with their students in the sense that they get to know who they really are. They build true relationships and they have this camaraderie and this rapport that we do call intimacy. Another one is immediacy. Immediacy has to do with responsiveness and how aware we are of what's actually going on in the course. Immediacy is responsiveness when someone reaches out and asks us a question or communicates. We can see things happening in a discussion and we can also pop in there and share comments along the way because we have a sense of immediacy. And lastly, of course, social interaction. There are various ways people engage online and social interaction could just be exchanges of discussion comments. It can be live synchronous commentary where we're talking to each other, or it could also be sending messages or sending emails. There are a lot of different ways for social interaction to happen, but the main principle is that it's interactive. There's a back and forth, a give and take, just like there is in any relationship. Social presence includes all of these ideas, and when it's absent, we know it because then some of the same things also pop up. For example, when social presence is low in online experiences, we have negative emotions often associated with that absence or that lack. Often there's a defensiveness that prevents relationship building and intimacy that I mentioned before. And of course, there's a gap or a lag in responding to comments, questions, inquiries, things of that nature. So immediacy is threatened. And often it will be kind of like people are talking alone. So we'll all post our comments, but they're not necessarily responding well to each other. So instead of social interaction, we just have these independent commentaries happening throughout a course and especially in a discussion area. Even businesses today care greatly about their social presence. There's this desire to have an identity out there in the world and communicate consistently. Just like businesses do that, online faculty and online instructors need to be cognizant of social presence 
need to be very aware of what one's social presence is in a particular course and in an overall online educator career. So let's begin with how you're going to achieve social presence. We know it's important, it has an impact, it affects things that we do. So how do we achieve this? The first area of the social presence model that we're gonna talk about is called affective association. So if we have effective association, there are a lot of ways that people will associate us with our name, our identity, and all the things that we're doing in the course. Some of those things can be achieved by connecting purposely, like as in with an introduction profile. You might have your teacher persona on the front page of the course. There might be an image of you perhaps some comments about what you've been doing or what your interests are. You might also have an introductory image or video of yourself and also some kind of welcome announcement or a welcome letter that you're going to send. There are quite a few things you can do to help students associate your name with your presence and who you really are. This can also be added to announcements and reminders in the course and you can include video clips throughout the course, introducing each week's content, perhaps participating in the discussion, or enunciating some details about the content itself, whatever they are to be learning. The second area of social presence that we can focus on achieving is the community cohesion part. This would be the way that you bring everyone in and help them to feel like they're part of that community in your classroom. This might be the way you greet your students. You can use a lot of phrases like, we are working on this, and you can also include in your feedback some ideas about what we as a class are working on and learning on, and some things that you can refer to in discussion areas as well. You can mention other students' posts. You can have a summary comment where you tie together all of the things that others have written and you maybe highlight a few by name, but also tie up the ideas that we as a group mostly have discussed and put your spin on it as well, your insights about what they should walk away from at the end of the week. Third, we have instructor involvement. An instructor involvement in social presence is the way you know your students, the way you personalize things, how you might share the stage with them. Maybe you also have them hosting a debate or kind of facilitating the forum discussion with each other. Also, share some reflection of your own. What are you noticing about their learning? How are they growing? What are you really surprised about and pleased with and where would you like to encourage them? What are your insight as a lifelong learner? And give some personalization as well to the way you talk to your students, call them by name, and sign your name at the bottom of announcements and posts. This instructor involvement brings you and your identity and your name into the class and it helps students to see you throughout all of the things that are going on there. Then we have interaction intensity in the social presence model. This is the way in which you build those relationships and what quality they are and how safe they feel. You connect with your learners through the comments and the intensity is how frequently and how substantially you do this. 
If you do anything special on your end to create some additional places where students can connect and discuss things with each other, maybe even you share resources from the field or highlights from your own expertise to help them conquer the academic material, you're bringing in this whole sense of who you are as the instructor. That interaction intensity can add a lot to the safety of their learning experience and also their willingness to take more risks as they're participating. An additional idea you might do there is have a question and answer area in the course. This is always a great idea because question and answer areas are where they can come with their informal questions, not necessarily the ones to be discussed in the forum discussion itself. Now lastly, in the social presence model, we have the knowledge and experience that you bring in your social presence. Now, we do have teaching presence and cognitive presence in your space where you're showing up. This kind of knowledge and experience is weaved into who you are. You share some ideas about your own experience and expertise and your life experience as a professional. You might ask some questions that help other people share their social presence in the classroom. Think about what students already know and ask them how they can contribute that to the class we're now studying. Ask them what they want to know and discuss it with them and tailor some of your approach around what they really want to get out of the class. And then in the end of the experience, have a lot of reflection where you share your reflection and encourage them to share their insights as well and engage fully in that conversation as the academic community draws to a close at the end of the class. And always be authentic in sharing your knowledge and experience. Never make up stories or make up details or use other instructors' posts and just make them your own if it's talking about personalized knowledge and experience. You have something unique to offer, and it's your responsibility and privilege to bring that into the classroom and into your identity as the online instructor. As you do these things and bring in your social presence fully to the online space, you can create this presence through the way you converse, the attitude at which you bring yourself into the classroom, and through a lot of different tools and devices. Of course, you might choose to put images of yourself here and there throughout the classroom. You can also think about using video to create true social presence, and then definitely bring in those things you learn about your students. So it's a back and forth, give and take exchange. Lastly, how will you know if it's working? How will you know if those efforts you're making to create true social presence in your online class are working out for students as well? One of the things you can do is review your practices and self-evaluate. On a primary level, that's of course effective in determining whether or not you met your goals of proactively getting in there and creating a lot of social presence in your course and in your teaching. But secondly, your students will help you to know this. You can get feedback throughout the course by noticing how they respond to you, how they engage, how much they're willing to share, how much authenticity do you sense in the work they're completing and the communications they have with you? Does it feel like a conversation or are students kind of talking to the wind? Everyone deserves to have you in that class. That's why you're there. You can make a significant impact in your teaching and in online education generally as you focus on building your social presence across the board. One word of caution as you dive in with additional strategies to increase social presence, and that is to consider the fine line between overly personal sharing and professional sharing. 
There is such a thing as sharing too much when you're building your social presence as an online instructor. Remember, keep things academic, professional, and authentic to you. You can always share personal things that have to do with the content and do seem professionally appropriate. Review those things on occasion to make sure you're keeping them in line with what you feel is authentic and appropriate to share with your students. As you do this, you're going to create a beautiful culture where people are seen and heard and engage fully in the academic discussions that unfold. Thank you for thinking about social presence with me today. For additional links and tips, please check out the transcript in the notes from this podcast. Best wishes in your online teaching this week. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. To share comments and requests for future episodes, please visit bethanyhansen.com forward slash request. Best wishes this coming week in your online teaching journey. For more information about our university, visit us at study at APU.com. APU. American Public University.